headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. This is the Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life. Win with your money, win in your work, and win in your relationships. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. It's your show, America. We're here to answer your questions. We're going to do it with some uh, some sass today because the sassiest co-host I have uh, when, I'm, when I'm always uh, privileged to co-host the radio show is George Campbell. I've been called worse today, Ken, so thank you. Have you you really? Yeah. Yeah. So you got the snark, the snark and the sass. And so we have a lot of fun together, and George is going to kind of lead off on the money questions. If you got anything related to work, income, uh, impact, feeling like you're getting passed over, what do I do, entrepreneurial ideas, side hustle ideas, anything about that bigger shovel, which is how we refer to as a way to increase your income, I'm here to help with that as well. So let's take those calls, 888-825-5225. And uh, coming up later in the show, a fun uh, a new thing that we're going to try. George and I, uh, fun Never little been done idea. Before. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to have all of America talking. Might get a Pulitzer Prize for Lucky. That's in the wrong category. Okay. Josh. Pulitzer is just for books, but thank you for being here. Lincoln is up first in Orlando, Florida. Lincoln, how can we help? Hey, yeah, my question is, my wife and I, we're going to be first home, first time home buyers, but we're renting right now. We're mm-hmm. trying to save up that down payment. I want to buy now. She wants to wait. We have about $80,000 saved up and we have about 50000 in our 401k and we save about $100,000 a year net worth. So she wants to continue just to wait and just continue to build that nest egg and I kind of want to jump into a house. So that's uh-huh. my question. What do we do? The great conundrum. Mm. So you guys have no debt, the emergency fund, and there's this sort of discrepancy of should we be investing hard or should we be saving for this house? Exactly, yeah. Could so you meet in the middle somewhere? Until, yeah, she wants she, her middle is 50% of the house price that okay. she's willing to buy, and I'm okay to do it now because <laughs> I'm worried about house prices going up. So what's your total liquid down payment you have outside of emergency fund, non-retirement? Uh, 60000 Okay. And what's the home price you're looking at? Uh, 300 And you've done the math on this to see, is this going to be about 25% of our take-home pay? Yeah, it'll be about 20%. Okay. And that's on a 15-year or 30? 15-year. Wow. Way to go. What's your household income? Yeah. Uh, after tax, around fourteen to fifteen thousand a month. Wonderful. Okay, so if you guys bought now, you're doing it the Ramsey way and doing it the smart way. What's stopping you guys from continuing to invest once you're in this house? Um, nothing. I mean, we would just pay it off. Our goal is to pay off our house in four years, so that would be the goal. But she just has a fear that you know houses have unknown costs, so she doesn't want to do it. Well, the unknown costs are, are known. I mean, it's maintenance, repairs, get a sinking fund. You guys have the emergency fund. You're not going to have a, a $60,000 surprise repair if you do this the right way. You get a pre you know, you're going to get this thing inspected and appraised and all of that. And so I think a lot of this, there's a different fear happening here, and I don't know what's behind that yeah, for your wife. Because I felt like it was all about she wanted a, a 50% down payment. Did I hear that right? Yeah. Which so has nothing to do with the fear parents- of unknown expenses. Yeah, her parents bought when she was growing up. They're really house poor, and so uh-huh. she doesn't want to get that. There, there we it go. is. Ding, go. ding, ding. So she's yeah. thinking. So here's what you got to do. I think, George. I, I think you have to sit down with your wife, Lincoln, and go. Okay, let's run the numbers. 
um, based on where we are right now with a 20% down payment. And let's look at those numbers. And I'm talking like the real numbers. Show her in the budget, the whole nine yards, show her the whole budget with this current situation. And then I think you run the same numbers on a 50% down payment. So it's 30% more down and how that's going to lower your price. And you put that in the budget. And then you go to what George is saying, LinkedIn, with the knowns and go, okay, well, we're going to put up, put aside this much anyway for house repairs or we've got an emergency fund. I think she needs to see them side by side, George. There's one thing for him to go, I want to do this and I think it's fine. She's got such a deep-seated fear there. I think the only way to get her on board, I'm curious to know what you think, George, LinkedIn, I want you to weigh on this, is to show her those two budgets side by side because it's not that big of a savings yeah. monthly. Am I right? Yes, I agree. And with the, you know, here's the thing, Lincoln, I'm thinking about with the housing market going the way it's been, what she also needs to be thinking about is 50% a year from now may be a really a bigger chunk because that home value might go up. And you can look at home yeah. prices last three, four years, it is skyrocketed. And we know that history is going to show us home prices will continue to go up over time. And so it's going to be a moving target. And so we tell people the best time to buy a house is when you're financially ready. And you have checked every single box in the book today, my friend. And so you have Georgia's okay. stamp of approval that you're doing this the right way. You're going to aggressively pay it off. How old are you two? Uh, I'm 24 and she's 27. Goodness, you guys are rock stars. You're crushing it. Thank you. And if you yeah. walk her through, here's the worst case scenario. Okay, what what is she really worried about? If you dig into it, have her answer that question. Say, what What are the repairs you're worried about? Okay, we're going to get a good roof inspection. This roof's going to last 10 years. All right, let's check the HVAC. All right, that's going to be 10 grand if we had to replace the HVAC. Those kinds of things, putting facts on paper will help get rid of that sort of scarcity mentality that she's grappled with for a long time now. So I did a little research, George. You that know, quickly? I, I, this quickly. I like to do it. Um, now, this is, this is a USA Today article. It's about two years old, but it's just a quick examination here at Lincoln. So we're going to go a lot deeper than this. But a quick search says that it might help to know that the average American spends $3,000 a year on home maintenance. There we go. Now that's again, let's, let's, let's. It's an average. It's an average. Some spend less, some more. So Lincoln, if you're armed with that kind of information and you sit down at her and go, hey, look, here's the average and we can go get some more updated information there, get two or three different quotes. But if you look at that number and you're able to show her that, I think that would go a long way, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think she's fear of the unknown. And I'm a little afraid, too, because when we do dive into those numbers and the details, uh, I want to buy a smaller house and she wants to get a bigger one. So <laughs> she's like, well, if we just save more, we can get a better house. And then, you know, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, but, but yeah, you guys are young. I think I'm armed with it. Let me tell you what Stacy yeah. and I did. Stacy and I got a what we thought was a fabulous little house for our first home. Wasn't a great house. Wasn't even close to the dream house. And... It was fine for what we needed at the time. It got us in there. We got some equity. We rolled that in. We moved to another state. Didn't get the dream house there. Got a better house. And and so you guys are young, and that's that's going to take care of itself. I, I guess I just want to focus on what George and I have been telling you, which is you've got to do a better job at casting vision around how this move is not going to result in her greatest fear coming true. That's all this is. This is less about money. This is more about understanding your wife's fears, appreciating them, and answering them. Yeah. And think about it this way. You get a paid-for house four years from now. Great. That $300,000 house is now a $400,000 house. Yeah. We can now upgrade, maybe even in cash, four years from now. You guys are in your early 30s at that point. 
You're doing great, man. And look, it's about $250 a month based on the average. And put that in your budget. Show her. Hey, babe, we're going to put 250 bucks a month away for home repairs. On top of the emergency on fund. On top, yeah. So That's safety on safety. Yeah, you just have to address that. I think she's going to be ready to go. But hey, great young couple, George. Amazing. They're in great, great shape. Good stuff. All right, don't move. More of your calls coming up. This is The Ramsey Show. You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years. And I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, shutters, and motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And their team is always ready to help with everything from design consultation to measuring and installation. Plus, there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees. Everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee, and shipping is always free. See why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Visit Blinds.com to save up to 40% off everything site-wide. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show, where we help you win in your money, in your work, and in your relationships. 888-825-5225 is the phone number to jump in. I'm Ken Coleman. George Camel joins me. 888-825-5225. So uh, I had a meeting this morning, George, uh, around our new event called Total Money Makeover Weekend. This is May 10 and 11. And uh, in just one weekend, what we're going to do in this uh, event is give you the crash course on everything we teach about money. Uh, So you're going to hear brand new content from all of us, Ramsey personalities on budgeting, uh, beating debt, investing, and making more money. I just went over my talk today. We're going to give you the formula to become rich. You found the secret. Yeah. No, no, I didn't find it. I've studied it. Does it involve work? It does. I'm less interested now. I, I was really hoping for a short. I understand. Here. It's not a TikTok video. It's a talk, but uh, it's going to be could great. Just arbitrage an Airbnb or something. You would think, but it does not involve any get rich quick scheme. But it it will get you rich. That's all I'm going to say. No schemes. It's going to be fun. Can't uh, wait. We'll do Q and A's throughout the time. I also saw something that uh, I don't want to give it away, but Jade and I are going to be doing something fun that was inspired by the Ramsey Show. Really? Yeah. Yeah. The American right. people want more of this. I thought we were going to do our little barbershop quartet. Uh, Me, I'm, you, Jade, and Deloney. I'm unaware of this, but I'm open. As long as I get to do the baritone part. <clears throat> Excuse me as I choke. Uh, early bird tickets started just $99. And they're going to go fast. We only have about 20, what is it, 25, 2,600 seats? 2,400 is what the event center holds here at Ramsey. Thank you for bailing me out. 2,400 seats. It's going to sell out. And it's a destination deal. I mean, you get to come to Nashville. I mean, come on. It's fantastic. 99 bucks is the early bird ticket price if you want to get the best deal on tickets. So get your tickets now at RamseySolutions.com slash events. RamseySolutions.com slash events. And in all seriousness, because uh, we, we have to talk about these things. But it's really going to be fun. I think it's going to be a fun day. If you've been to a Ramsey event, you know this is not your a seminar, which sounds boring. This That's is something right. that you can bring your 17-year-old to or the 67-year-old to, and they're going to have a good time. I think that's true. I think that's true. And uh, George is going to be doing uh, balloon animals. Uh, I'll be out there twisting. Before the event on 
Friday night. It's going to be a lot of fun. Inspired by a caller you and I took recently. One of our favorite calls all time. Uh, Kayla starts us off this segment in Minneapolis. Kayla, how can we help? Hi. Um, well, I kind of lost my job, and oh, no. I'm a mom of four, Ooh. and I'm just trying. I lost it in July, and I'm trying to figure out how to. I'm starting to drain my accounts for mortgage and stuff. Um, what happened? I was very fine. Well, they downsized. Uh, yeah. What What they field are you in? In July. Pardon? What field are you in? I was a CCR stat. I worked from home actually, and I made very good money at doing it. And what they were you just downsized. I was making about forty. What has kept you from replacing that forty thousand dollars income between July and now? Oh, I've been trying. <laughs> it's not easy. I'm kind of. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. There's like not very many jobs around where I'm at. Okay. And so that's what I'm starting. And I'm picking up all these little tiny jobs here and there, try to keep the mortgage paid. Uh huh. But it, I'm, I'm running out of finances. How much money are you making right now? Give us an idea of the last couple months, just a round figure. Um, the last couple months, I've probably made $6,000. Goodness. Okay, and so you're, you're in a remote area, correct? Yes. Okay, and so the yes. job you had before was a work from home, and so you've been trying to get something like that where it doesn't matter where you live, correct? Right, but I've also been working at, like, like right now I'm working at a hotel and stuff, just these little jobs just to help me keep going until I find something better. You know, here's my question, and I want to ask this. Uh, I'm trying to ask this with as much curiosity and no judgment here. Um, even yeah. though you're in a remote situation, um, is there not a Walmart, a Target, some type of big box store, something like that that is, that is maybe 30 minutes, 45 minutes away uh, that, that is hiring? Uh, like an hour and a half to two hours away is the closest Walmart, Target, my, anything. My goodness. And so you've been applying for jobs that are in your field with your experience that are remote, but just not getting anything. Right. Okay. So I want to give you a snapshot really quick, not to discourage you, but I think we got to light a fire here. The remote jobs in America right now are back to pre-pandemic levels. I think there's this notion for a lot of people that since the pandemic, I can work remote and eventually something's going to pop. But the actual amount of jobs that are available that are 100% remote have shrunk back to pre-2020, and that's a much smaller percentage. And and so right now, you're going to have to make some really key decisions. And George, I want to bring you in here because this is, yes, this is a professional and she's got to make some income. Um. But right now, I, we want to keep the house. Do you have any other debt? I have credit cards, but I've kind of had to let them go for now. Of course. All right. Because so I've got to pay the bills. For how the much do you have in credit card debt? I have, it's probably 7000 10000 So you've just I mean, been living off of this lot, to cover the bills or what? Or was this before? That's what I was doing for a little bit because um, it's just me. So How old are the kids? For a little bit. 18, 16, 14, and 3. Wow. So the three you have no family or friends around that could help with the 3-year-old? No. 
What are the 16 and 18 year old doing? Are they working? Are they in school? Yeah, they're working. They're going to school. They're Where are they working? Everything. Where are they working? Um, my oldest is working at a subway right now. Um, he's working part time. My middle son's doing grocery store, uh, helping carry out groceries and do a till. Um, and then my youngest, so she's got a job at. Or and what are those jobs pay? Got a job at a ice cream shop. Uh, like the grocery store, I think it's eight. Um, Subway, he's making 11 something, and my daughter will be making like eight. And what are you making per hour at the hotel? Right now, I'm making 14. So I'm doing pretty well. How many hours are you getting? But not well enough. I'm only getting part time, maybe 16 to 20 hours maximum a week. Okay, so what is keeping you? from working another part-time job making 14 or higher an hour so that we're now equaling 40 hours a week. Trying to find a place that pays well enough to pay my mortgage. Well, but at this point, we can't be... Okay, what's well enough? What's that hourly rate that you need? Well, I need to be making about 16 at least an hour, and I have to work 90-some hours to make that... Post payment. 90 hours a week? No, 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 a month. Oh. I sat down and I calculated how many hours, right. whatever. But I my point is, is. And I have to be making 16 an hour ideally for the kids, but I took this 14. I'm just making or filling in at the hotel. Right, but here's the deal. Um, Kayla, you don't have many options right now. You need to be working two or three jobs. This 90 hours a month is the wrong way of looking at this. You've got the wrong math. I'm just trying to be honest with you. You called for help, and I'm going to talk to you like you were right. my sister, okay? And I'm going to be like, sis, uh, this is pretty simple. Working two part-time jobs, three part-time jobs, believe me, they're there in Minneapolis. I mean, I know you're way out in the sticks, but they're there. And we're doing two and three jobs because 40 hours a week gives me, on a four-week month, that gives me 160 hours, and you're running math on 90 at 16 an hour. And I'm going, forget the 90 hours at 16. My math is 40 hours a week at 14 in one job, 15, 12 at the other. Your answer to saving your house, Kayla, is working and working hard. Where there's a will, there's a way. And I don't want you to lose your house. You shouldn't have to. Let's go. Let's get to work. Let's make some money. They are out there. Do whatever it takes. And if you got to sell the house and move somewhere with all the kids to a better job economy, do that. This is your life. Act like it depends on it because I'm telling you, it does. You need to get serious and fast. This is The Ramsey Show. Most break-ins happen when your home is the most vulnerable in the middle of the day when no one is home. So I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They're the best at what they do, protecting your whole home. Their award-winning system is backed by 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, half the cost of traditional home security. And my listeners get 20% off their system when they sign up for Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafedirect.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. George Campbell joins me. We are here for you this hour, taking your money questions, your work-related questions. How about that bigger shovel? I'm here to help on that. Uh, 888-825-5225 is the number. 888-825-5225. 
888-825-5225 is the number. Let's go to DJ in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. DJ, how can we help? Howdy. So I'm kind of having some trouble wrapping my head around an issue where I'd, I'd like to start my own small equipment rental company, but I, I have a natural kind of aversion to debt, but I think that the amount that I'm going to need to start this company at the lowest level is going to be enough to where it might be worth getting into some level of, of low level debt. I, I found a 0% loan for the particular piece of equipment I want to buy. So I'm not sure which is what where to go from here. And how much? Tell us about the equipment and how much. All right. So to give, you need the backstory because it's a good backstory. The company that I work for is extremely motivated to help their employees out. They like to have their employees be able to have the equipment they sell. So they sell their equipment at cost plus a small transaction fee and on, on the new equipment. The amount is $30,000 for the piece of equipment that I want, plus the attachments that I would need in order to make it marketable. Oh, you get the attachments with the $30,000? Uh, you get the attachments, you get the equipment, <laughs> you get the warranty, oh, and gosh, I'm also then allowed to be my own repairman. All right, so what kind of a machine are we talking about? What does it do? Uh, about a 3,500-pound mini excavator with zero TL swing. A mini excavator, and what what are you are you going to rent that to people? Did I understand that right? Yes, sir. So, and how much are you going to rent is, it for? I'm going to try to rent it at three fifty. That's kind of what I've found has been a comparable rate. Three fifty an hour. Three fifty a day. Three fifty a day. Oh, yes, sir. Well, seems like at, a pretty good deal. Uh, of course, I don't know hours. much about mini excavators. Uh, and they who, usually rent somewhere in that three fifty to four hundred range. Who are the people that are renting mini excavators? So my goal is to go for kind of the homeowner demographic who says, "I don't want to pay someone four thousand dollars to do this. I'm going to rent this machine for four hundred dollars and do it myself." Mm-hmm. That's kind of my my demographic is I don't have enough money to be wasting it, but I have enough money to rent something. Okay, and a couple more questions here. Um, you started off the call sounding like you were going to have multiple machines, and now we're just talking about this one. So is this what you're going to start with? So this is what I'm starting with. Over time, I'm going to buy in cash, but just to get that beginning going, I'm thinking a loan would be How much cash better. do you have saved up? So right now, me and my wife are trying to buy a home, and we're also having a child, so it's kind of... This sounds like the worst is time to do this. But but answer the question really quick. How much money do you have saved up? So, sorry, I'm adding. I, I'd say about $7,500. Okay. Or not, yeah, $7,500. How many tons you said this thing is for the mini excavator? How many tons or yeah. how much did it weigh? Well, I'm looking on Facebook Marketplace and I'm seeing a whole bunch of mini excavators running anywhere used from $5,000 to $13,000 to $15,000. Uh-oh. So why don't we just go do buy a used one in cash to see if this business even has any merit to it? Exactly. So I've called a couple local business owners over in the area that I used to work, and they said that they tried to buy the used excavators, but what ended up happening was they would go through and have to put new bushings in and put new pins in, and then the amount of work that it would take to make it marketable 
actually got them up above the cost of if the new I'm the machine. homeowner I don't care if it's the shiniest newest one I want someone that's getting the job done uh, oh I, I get that but the cost of making it uh, that would make it run well enough that people would right. be able to rent it so at we've a hit a wall cost. we've hit a wall DJ yeah. you called us you want to buy a home you're us. having a kid you're gonna about to go 30 grand into debt in the middle of all of this to hope that you ROI it's going to take 86 yeah. rentals at 350 yeah. just to break even this. This is crazy risk, DJ. Mm-hmm. It's That's kind of why I'm, I, I really wanted to push towards buying the used. I just have a lot of fear about that because I've seen what those repair bills get. No, no, be. no, you're missing the point. And like, DJ, you're missing the point. You called right? us and you asked, you wanted to know our opinion. We're I would not do this you, loan. This is I would crazy. Not do this, business. this is risky. You should wait. Have the child. Do you have any other debt? Uh, I've actually paid off the remainder of my debt. Great. Do you have an emergency fund? I do. Is that the 7500 or do you have stuff outside of that? I have a cash emergency fund set aside as well, but I tend to forget that that exists because I won't touch it unless I need to. I would not start a business at this stage. Even if you had the cash, I'd put the cash towards buying a home, wouldn't you, George? Well, and right now we got this baby on the way. we got to make sure that mom and baby get home safe and there's right. no medical bills to pay and... This is a lot of responsibility. And so I'm waiting until we got the baby, we're in the new house, then we can start this business with cash. With cash. Start okay. slow. I wouldn't, even though you're getting a discount and it's this great opportunity, this is how most stupid decisions start. I don't think it's a great opportunity. I'm not even trying to dash your dreams, DJ, but this is really, why the reason I walk through, who's the customer all the time, this is highly speculative and George ran the numbers. You got to rent it how many times? 86 86 days days you've got to rent it just to break even man that is going to become a weight on your shoulders yeah the only reason that i'm more pushed towards it is because the i've talked to four people so far that do this and they average about 10 rentals a month in the slow season so it's not you know but i I understand what i appreciate it i would much prefer buy it with the cash well then do that you are you are relying on four people who are giving you a story that's worked for them. There's no guarantees that it's going to work for you, and they may be okay with debt. You're not. Why would you be okay yeah. now but not later? That's what's weird to me. You're like, well, in the future, I want a cash flow. But right now, <laughs> let's go borrow money. And I just don't understand where future DJ is getting tripped up by present DJ. I just have such a fear of standing still that I, I, I'll i never do it if I don't. What if you, your fear... You know what I mean? That fear of I do. still. Yeah, but let me give you what you should be afraid of. You you should be afraid of going backwards. This yeah, plan I, this plan has a healthy dose of going backwards involved. I'd rather stand still than go backwards. What about you, DJ? I'd say you're probably correct about that. Not probably. I'm rarely right. I've been married 25 years and I have three teenagers. I'm wrong all the time. At least that's what everybody says, George. But in this one rare situation, standing still or staying still or holding serve, you pick the metaphor, George, is a lot better. Why? Well, there's a lot of risk here. and My brain just went to insurance and liability and starting the small business. What happens when this person destroys your equipment, gets hurt on your equipment because you didn't maintain it properly. And that part worries me alone on top of the fact you're trying to buy a house and have a baby. We're trying to do too much at once. And so for those reasons, I'm out. If this was Shark Tank, I would opt out of this investment. Well, you really handle that well. I mean, when you started running through all that, I have a tad bit of anxiety for our friend. You need some 
Tums, just thinking about it. Yeah. Where you know what? Usually I have a little. He's got some in the desk. No. There used to be Boy, a thing. I was going to pop a Tums right there. There's something about but, when uh, there's big changes happening in life, it makes us want to go do something a little crazy. Buying a house, having a kid, and you go, now well, i got to start the business. If I don't do it now, I'm never going to start it. George, I want to bring back what I think is a really interesting wrestling match with millions of Americans. I want you to weigh in on it. I get what he's saying. He's young. He wants to get ahead. He wants to own something. He wants to be his own man, work for himself. I get that urge. And he's going, I'm, I'm afraid of standing still. And he's forgetting about the risk of going backwards. Mm. What do you think about that wrestling match? Well, That's a real wrestling match. Yeah, sometimes you're standing still because there's a cliff right in front of you. It's a, there's a precipice there. And it's your body saying, listen, man, you're not safe right now. And so I'm going to pause on this whole deal. And we love small business. There's a right way to do it and a right time to do it. And both of those boxes are not checked for me. Hopefully you'll listen to us. We're on your side. By the way, George Campbell, not with just great financial advice, but dropping the word of the day. Use the word precipice sometime in the next week with your colleagues and watch them. Watch them look at you. Personal brand goes up just a notch. I make $10 words look cheap. Great word, George. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. Thrilled to have you with us. I'm Ken Coleman. George Campbell joins me. We're taking your phone calls about your money, your work. 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Uh, now, George, you were telling me during the break you got a little something to show us here. You, you, you've, you've, you've pulled something that America needs to see and hear. I live on what? social media, as you yeah, know. And I, I, get a, I get a lot of DMs from people sending me different videos and clips and sure. reels and TikToks. Yeah. And if one gets popped up enough, I go, we got to put this on the show. Okay. And this is one that genuinely made me belly laugh. But I don't know that I've seen you belly laugh. I don't have much of a belly. It's the problem. This is a fair point. So this is comedian Neil Brennan, known okay. for his work, you know, co-producing, co-writing The Chappelle Show. Oh, sure. Uh, fantastic comedian. And he's got this clip about student loans, and I thought, we oh. have to have Ken react to this. I've never seen it, folks. On the Ramsey Show. Okay. So let's play that let's clip. Let's roll. I realized early on that these, these student loans are basically small business loans, and the business is you, and you're maybe not such a great business. <laughs> Look, if they call them small business loans, no 18-year-old kid would ever get the loan because it's a bad idea for a business. If you had to go to the bank, to the small business desk, and ask me, like, yeah, I'm going to need $150,000, they'd be like, all right, what's your business idea? All right, here's the idea. For the next four years, I'm going to get blackout drunk. <laughs> but also, I'm going to get a degree in sociology. Yes. But just know that I did have a way to pay you guys back. It's going to give you $80 a month for the next 240 years. <laughs> Brilliant. You know, he's at, listen, there's not one thing in that clip that's, that's incorrect. No lies were told. He's absolutely right. It is the biggest cash grab in the history of this country. And what I mean by that is the federal government should never be in the banking business and you cannot call it anything other than that if you look at Fannie Mae and Sally Mae and they are giving low interest loans to the American people and they're guaranteeing them and do you know who gets paid right away? The college and university. Yes. That tuition money goes right to their bank instantly. Instantaneous. It is a cash transaction 
the higher education business is going to the bank on the backs of the American people, and the federal government is financing all of it. And not only financing it, guaranteeing it if they default. Because if they default, the taxpayers, we're on the we're on the well, on the hook for that. Yeah, there's no risk to they don't go back Sally to the May. school and say, "Dear, fill in the school. Uh, we'd like you to send twenty five thousand of that back because uh, Junior didn't finish." And what's worse is that this has caused colleges to raise tuition to unprecedented levels because they can. Because we'll just take out more loans because we are that stupid. It is ridiculous. For and by the way, the look sociology at the degree. So let's look at the headlines. You know, I was in New York last week. I did a town hall for Fox Business, and the the topic was education in America. And the segment that I was on uh, was about college education. Is the ROI there? And the answer to that question is increasingly no. This is not my opinion for those of you that are getting really upset at me right now. Oh, Ken, the liberal arts are just good. They teach our kids how to think. Let me tell you something. Uh, Companies by the score are removing the college degree requirement because the American companies are at a point where they're going – it doesn't matter anymore because they come out of college and I got to train them for the job anyway. So the status symbol that has been attached to the diploma, the degree, George, it's not my opinion. This is a fact. It is lessening and lessening and lessening. It is the good news for the American people is it's leveling, leveling the playing field. And so I just want to practically say to our audience, we have a lot of new people coming in all the time. If I could give everybody listening, watching right now, Two simple questions to determine whether or not you need to get a degree, thus potentially get a loan. Ask these two questions. Is the degree the only way to get qualified to do what I want to do? Second question, is the degree the best way to get qualified to do what I want to do? If the answer is no, I've got great news, America. There's a trade school, a certificate program, an associate's degree that you can get for pennies on the dollar and find your path forward. George, this is the message that the Ramsey Show has got to beat over and over and over again because we've been sold a lie that the degree is a guarantee for success, and it's garbage. It's absolute garbage. On top of that, the pressure we're putting on 16, 17-year-olds to go, hey, sign the dotted line for something you don't actually fully understand, which is six figures in student loan debt, to hope this is the thing you want to do for the rest of your life because the ROI is counting on that. That's exactly right. That four-year degree is going to pay the dividends and give you a better job and better salary than you would have gotten without it. That's all of the assumptions. And the comedian makes a very good point by going, would you give, would you bet on an 18-year-old to that degree if you were a bank? And the answer is no. But you know why banks and, 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 and people are giving loans? Because they're guaranteed. By the federal government. So there's no risk. Uh, the government's handing out money like it's candy. And anyway, so uh, great clip, George. He's absolutely right. By the way, I want to make a mention really quick. The Get Clear Assessment, which is a very popular tool that we sell at RamseySolutions.com, I created it for this very issue. Parents, listen to me. If you've got a kid that's graduating high school, get the student version right now at RamseySolutions.com. And it will, in 15 minutes give them a snapshot of how they're wired. In other words, what they do best, that's their talent. What they enjoy doing, that's passion that could be turned into work they enjoy down the road. And then what motivates them? What results motivate them? You you can, as an 18-year-old, have a general idea of direction. Use the Get Clear tool. If you're brand new, if you're an adult, you're going, I need that. 
RamseySolutions.com. Click on the Get Clear assessment. You can see both the, the adult version and the student version because this will help people, George, not make a costly decision that they end up paying for for decades. Oh, yeah, it's holding them back. When I covered the stats now are astounding. How many people are delaying their dreams of home ownership and marriage and having kids and working a job they want to because of their student loan debt? And the stats on how many people actually finish. I mean, you think about it, you're still going to carry that debt even if you don't graduate. And so that's something that on top of the fact, you better hope you get a degree that has marketplace What is the value. average length? Is there, is, do you have a, a To pay of off debt? debt? Yeah. Uh, 20 years. So that's average. the average. To pay off student loan debt. That's absurd. Do you know what the average payment is? Uh, $400 around there. So folks, that's unbelievable. Of average payment in America is $400 a month. And, and the average length of time is 20 years. Do you think the ROI is there, America? Well, they've dangled forgiveness, Ken, so maybe that'll work out. No. we. By the way, we well, we got hammered for saying that that wasn't going to happen, and, and, and we knew it was going to be challenged at the Supreme Court level. The Supreme Court ruled on it, as we said they would, and it's going to keep being thrown out there as a football, but again, don't buy it. I'm not catching that football. You couldn't catch a football anyway. I, I'd have to hand it to you, and even then you and might fumble. that's what we call a soft toss, Ken, but, in the biz. But let me tell you what you don't fumble. The facts. You don't fumble the facts. I just put you on the spot. You were there, my friend. That's pretty extraordinary. I, I don't want to skip over that. Here's the question. Do you want to have a $400 payment for 20 years? No. That's the question we ought to be asked. So, for instance, what if the, what if the, what if the federal government, when somebody applied for the student loan, because you could do it so easy now online, what if there was this big flashing message that says, hey, warning, kind of like we do on cigarettes. Oh. You could have a $400 payment. On average, for the next 20 years, do you want to sign up for this loan? What do you think the response would be? And I know I'm being facetious, but people would take a long, hard pause and probably go, all right, I'm going to back away right now. But instead, they make these loans so easy to get from the palm of your hand. You can go sign up for six figures. But nobody talks about how long the average payment, the payoff date is. That's extraordinary. Well, I think all we most do is people, promise the kids you're going to have a great life if you work hard in school. That's, that's what we issue. tell them. So we go, hey, you get the loan success is guaranteed youngster and so what do they do right and then they go well, i don't i don't you say well what about trade school well, i don't want to get dirty i don't want to wear a t-shirt and it'd be all greasy at the end of the day and you got you got plumbers making three hundred thousand dollars a year electricians making three hundred thousand dollars a year starting businesses the american dream i mean working barbers. for themselves barbers it doesn't have to be dirty jobs with mike Rowe. yeah no degree required remember those three words that's the now and it's the next and you're going to see that continue to increase in the job market in america no degree required wake up america great stuff george don't Campbell. fumble the facts don't fumble the facts there it is folks there it is he picked it up again that's a touchdown i'll explain that on the that's break. an interception actually thank you for being with us this is the ramsey show